One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. One. One. Two. Two. Three. This three. This is some Blade Runner shit. You stop doing that to me. I'm real. I swear to God. <laughs> I hope you're recording right now. Let's do this. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today's Thursday, November 9th, 2023, and we're your hosts, Tana Pont, Zach Mayer, and Trey Esmond say, Where the fuck is Raul and what did you do with him? Oh my god. You can have him back over my cold, dead hands or something. That's what Trey should threaten. You're normally here. Hi. hi, hi. Oh. <laughs> glad to Mr. be back, Mr. Esmond, you guys. thank you so much for joining us. Oh yeah, no, glad to be back, glad to be back. All right. Gentlemen, we just need to get to the topic. Uh, we're kind of sliding the news forward a tiny bit because it is the end of an era. Zero punctuation. The uh, web series, I guess that's the right term for it, is no more. You guys heard about this? Yeah. Sad. It's fucking sad. Fucking now, now we just have to wait for everybody's non-compete to expire for them to put out new content uh. on whatever platform they decide to move to. Yeah, so no, apparently they don't have non-competes, and some of them didn't take their like uh, severance packages or whatever. So they're already, I'm going to get to this later, they're already forming another studio, and we're going to talk about that. But Oh, fantastic. Ooh, so I figured we would, we, would, we would pour <laughs> one out for zero punctuation by doing... Quest 213, will you miss zero punctuation? Trey, will you miss zero punctuation? Well, as long as uh, the corpse is revitalized somewhere else and uh, handed a bottle of whiskey and a shotgun, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be fine. <laughs> well, dear Yeah, listener, no. As long as I can dress up, uh, dress it up like a doll and pretend that it's my wife, it's fine. Everything's <laughs> good. <laughs> Same thing. It's not outlawed yet. Well, on that morbid note, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. I think we'll be back next week. Bye! <laughs> nah, that would have been too easy. All right, gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. I have clips from zero punctuation episodes, and we are going to go through those one at a time and see if you can tell what game he is talking about. Like audio clips? Yeah, you guys aren't going to be able to see this. We've been over this. If you oh, see good. the screen, you cheat. Right, Zach? Are you going to go to the article and cheat again and read the I'm spaceship gonna, names? I'm, abs- I'm already cheating. I've already cheated. You don't know. Huh, you don't it's know radio, not television. Oh. Well, uh, Trey, because you joined us, and I did ask you for a quest topic, and I was like, no way in fucking hell I'm going to do that quest topic. Oh, I did on. decide I made you a little bumper. I'm going to let you do a little segment up front. Here we go. Hey, dear listener. This is an unrequested entry in our hopefully not recurring segment. Thray and Zach talk about flying simulated planes. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> yes. Best day of so- my life. <laughs> Trey, you're doing some, some fucking flying or some shit. I'm going to give you the next two minutes oh, to God. ramble about it. What's up, bro? Uh, I've been doing some weird shit. Yeah, I've decided to fly around the world in a tiny uh, tin can made in 1959. Oh no! Yeah, I'm in Greenland uh, somewhere right now. It's really cold. November is set again. <laughs> oh, fun fact: Callie's over Greenland, or at least she was about thirty, forty minutes ago. Really? She's flying. She's flying to Italy. Uh, 
so yeah i'm sure she can relate if she were here i'm jealous of the winds at that altitude um no uh <laughs> it's uh it's been it's been real uh, there's a company that just recently released a payware plane for a, a microsoft flight simulator that uh is like a perfect general aviation plane which is to say it's a jeep with wings on it but they got it perfectly because <laughs> they actually own one of these things in real life the guys that the devs they're they're licensed pilots it's like a, a small group and uh and they got it just perfect i mean the cigarette lighters are in there it rattles like shit it overheats uh it's it's i love i can't i they, they, they use a physics engine to simulate the internals of the engine itself of you know the actual you know big block and uh it's it's wild um and so i thought you know i should see if i could survive taking this just wherever the hell i want to and it's it's been a trip so what's the plane uh it is a piper comanche it's a uh one of the oh, 250s yeah i've seen those oh those are nuts it's a good looking plane but i mean again, it's a great it's looking a... plane but it's also like a tank like, like yeah, like if Chrysler built it, and I mean the quality yeah. control too, which is the fun part, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, what it, they used to call those like land yachts. It's not that big, so that doesn't quite fit. <laughs> yeah, no, but nice. you know what I mean. It'd be like, more stable just... if it was larger, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, you actually, you actually, they simulated a walk around. You have to go around and like pull on the the flaps and stuff to make sure they don't fall off. <laughs> and they will, goddammit. it! They simulated every failure in the book. It's great. <laughs> So, oh, that's awesome! Uh, you know, again, if you if you have a taste for uh, adventure, I recommend it highly. What is the range on that? So, just under a thousand nautical miles, which means that getting to Europe involves uh, Newfoundland, uh, uh, <laughs> several stops in Greenland. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to Iceland. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand nautical miles. So you're, what is that like? Uh, I'm trying to remember the circumference of the Earth. I mean, it's <laughs> what like more sixty? Yeah, more <laughs> bigger. <laughs> it's so it's more than a thousand nautical miles. Amazing. Uh no, it's it's gonna take me a while. But I started in Austin, Texas, and uh, you know I've made it almost out of this uh, uh, hemisphere. Well, you know. Yeah, okay, so 25,000 miles, what is that in nautical miles? The Lord's willing, willing and the crick don't rise. No, in regular miles? and freedom miles, you mean? That's about 1,200. Uh, no, in, in 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 regular miles, it's just shy of 25,000, like, circumference. Oh, right? the Earth, and then, yes. Yeah, uh, in nautical miles, that is a little over 21 and a half. So, you know, that's, that's better, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm worried about the Pacific, but we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> yeah, no, I at that point you have to decide if you're going to go real high or real low. Um, what are you? Are you an up or a down man? <laughs> oh, I love. Do you, you want to hang out? Do you want? Do you want to hang out with the sea peoples or the ice peoples? <laughs> they have a similar customs, it. actually. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, everybody's everybody's eating fish. All right. You guys ready to do some zero punctuation? Okay. All right, gentlemen, let's do this. So uh, I got a bunch of clips here. They're in no, they're not ordered in any way. Um, they're not even the best of. They're just shit that I found that was fun. So hopefully I can keep it from being too obvious what the game is while also giving you an idea what it is. So uh, let me know when you figure it out. I'm just going to play the whole fucking clip. 
Uh, and like always, well, the points are made up and the, the scores don't matter. So, ready to do this thing? Yeah. Let's go. All right. First game. Games now. Fortunately, it's a thing I'm into because I like explorative Metroidvania-style gameplay. I like subtle storytelling. I like banging my head against a wall with a scary monster drawn on it. And most of all, I like being incredibly depressed by the inevitability of death and lifelong suffering. That will probably come as a result of banging my head against a wall. From Demon Souls to Dark Souls to Dark Souls 2 to Bloodborne. Same shit, different anus. Bloodborne is Dark Souls. See how I couldn't pause it and I couldn't stop it before it told you the name of the game? <laughs> I was wondering, see, this is really easy mode. Is it Bloodborne? <laughs> Would it be? Oh, that was a that was a real fail on my part. Hold on, I no, I appreciate you letting me play as Yoshi of Mario Wonder, basically. Right? <laughs> oh, hey, so yeah, that we, was Bloodborne. Little buddy mode. I guess Trey gets little buddy mode. <laughs> little buddy uh, mode. You can grab my stars. Grab my stars, bitch. My stars. Yeah, that's your only job. You have one job. One <laughs> goddamn job. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The kids are into moons now. Get it right, Jesus. So. Gentlemen, have you guys played Souls games in general? Not Elden Ring. Have you guys played any other Souls? The Demon Souls, the Bloodborns, the whatevers? I mean, yeah. Uh, Demon Souls was fucking hard. Um, I played that when I briefly owned a PS5. Four? Four. Three. One of Two. them. I don't remember. A 360? P- uh, PlayStation a number. I mean, it was a decade ago, so I don't know. Um... But yeah, no, Demon Souls was fucking hard. Uh, Bloodborne was a lot of fun. It was more of like a puzzle assassination game, and like the clips that you see of it nowadays are just bonkers. People are doing absolutely wild shit. Imagine playing a Souls game like people play Titanfall. Uh, that's that's what they're doing. So, so sounds like you're making it sound like Hitman a little bit. Is that an Apex the puzzle or Titanfall? <laughs> I mean, it is a little bit, but it's got a lot more action and a lot more... Uh, most of your like abilities are focused around like melee shit, right? Like, yeah, you've got a gun, but it's in the 17 or 1800s or something, and so it's not super effective, and it's also real loud, so when you're trying to be like an assassin, maybe that's not the best first option. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's wild. That's right, you played the shit out of Elden Ring. But uh, oh, what yeah. are the other games you have you played from FromSoft? Uh, I played the original uh, Dark Souls without knowing what it was or what the deal was uh, way back when it first came out, and I actually hated it. <laughs> I just put it away. I played like an hour and a half, and I thought, like, the controls are clunky. And I came back later after Elden Ring and went, no, I was clunky. I'm so humbled right now. <laughs> like It took me 10 years to learn this lesson, but here we are. <laughs> get good is really a life lesson you're right you should every every time you wake up uh uh you know uh you you you, you sit up and stretch get good don't don't just be bad and again blame everyone else for your mistakes have a nice hot steaming cup of get good dear gamer get good from soft but um <laughs> all right gentlemen next trailer again i will try to uh see if i can actually kill this before it starts let me see if i can use my fucking space bar all right, here we go. This data is promptly sent to her in an email attachment and she gets a bit melancholy for 10 minutes before getting back to Championship Manager. Not really. This is a faithful reproduction of 70s era sci-fi where high-tech meant grimy beige panels with low-res CRT monitors jammed wherever they could fit. So the only way to see the data is to go in person to the station where it's being kept and look at it once the data alchemists have chiseled it onto a stone tablet. I've said in recent... All right, gentlemen, what game? Chiseled oh, onto a stone tablet. Sounds like Outer Wilds, but... <laughs> not outer wilds 
could it be? Oh, man. Se- 70s I mean, retro technology, having to go to a space station. The main protagonist is a she. System shark? Oh. Not a bad guess, but no. Hmm. 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 Come on, you got That's, this. You that got helps. This. That helps a lot. <laughs> I have I have honestly no idea, and get I'm good. struggling not to reach for my phone to look it up. You need to get good. I need the world knowledge box to help me. All right, let's see what else the clip tells us. Yes, the AAA can't do survival horror anymore because survival horror lives or dies on subtlety, and AAA games are always obliged to put the money on screen, oh. and they're as subtle as a small child at a birthday party after 15 cups of blackcurrant Fanta. But never let it be said that I can't admit that I'm wrong, and I'll murder anyone who says otherwise. Alien Isolation is the game Dead Space wanted to be. There it is! Ah. Uh, I actually uh, haven't okay. played Alien Isolation. I, I feel like I, I should because I fucking love the Alien franchise so much, but at the same time horror games and me not a thing hey you you just dealt with like those owl people that's true actually trey are you saying the next time i visit we're playing alien isolation yeah i think you're gonna have to god fucking damn it what did i sign myself up for Ugh. yep yep now just get a couple of pizzas and hide under the blankets and you know turn out all the lights duct tape a shotgun to right, a trey, you you uh you play the video <laughs> game your wife and i'll hide under the blankets with the pizzas it'll be great <laughs> deal Oh man! All right. Yeah, no, I was gonna guess prey, but the '70s vibe threw me. So yeah, alien isolation. Yeah, when, when you put it sense. back in context, that was like, ooh, that's actually that's a that is a that is telling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Next title. All right, here we go. Bit intimidating. At first, you're given a field full of weeds and sticks and told that your first job is to introduce yourself to all 28 residents of this maze-like town who are all in different locations and constantly moving. But think of it as a game world that you grow into. Don't worry about making friends with all 28 of them straight away. For one thing, only 10 of them are on your knobbing radar. Calm thy trousers, Don Juan. Just clear a little space and try to grow some parsnips. And the next thing you know, 50 hours have passed and the missing persons bureau have written you off for dead. If you are a... What game... Uh, this sounds like, um, oh fuck, what's the name of it? I have Starbound stuck in my head, that's not it. Uh, it's not Stardew fuck. Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah, that's... Now, Trey said it's not Stardew Valley, and Zach said it was. It is, it is Stardew Valley. Alright, Judge Judy. <laughs> Trey, what did you think it was? It's Stardew Valley. But you said it's not Stardew Valley. Well, I was hedging my bet. I have it recorded, sir. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, again, Once again, I, foiled by the format of the activity. Like most of the games on this list, I will not have played them. And, oh man, I just can't do the simulator stuff. Uh, Trey, I know Steph loves uh, like house simulators. I don't actually know, did she ever do Stardew? Did she ever do farming specifically? You know, I, I never actually uh, gave her Stardew to play. I mean, she loves Animal Crossing and, you know, all the all the similar games. Uh, I should try that sometime if I ever want to not see her for a while. <laughs> Uh, Zach, trying to remember. Stardew? I'm trying to remember the name of the game that was like Stardew, but way before it. Harvest Moon. Uh, Harvest Moon. That's right. I got you, buddy. I got you. SNES? Had... You didn't have a fucking SNES. How did you play that? I I didn't, Um, but I had friends who did. <laughs> and when we were very drunk and had nothing to do but didn't want to like sleep... We just do Harvest Moon and like trade off doing like, hey, we're going to clear this fucking 20 acres of rocks, you know? That's, How did you that's find that's out the best way do. to play Harvest Moon? Super so young, ma- I'm really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only way to do it is just be like so sleep deprived and a little bit like 
on some kind of substance to just mm-hmm. like turn your brain off and do something mindless that makes it feel like you've accomplished something. There's a sweet, uh, sweet balancing act with those kind of grind games and Harvest mm-hmm. Moon, you know, the Stardew Valley as well, uh, Animal Crossing, they all nailed it where you're like, great, I'm so into this and also it relaxes me. I'm going to put this like handle down on the table and I'm either going to get all these rocks out of this field or uh, I'm going to fall asleep or this bottle will be empty and I'll die. We'll see what comes first. Yep, 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 yep. Young man, uh, are I you did... underage and taking that booze to a, a house party? No, officer, I'm gonna go play Harvest Moon all night. Move along. <laughs> yeah, yep, kept us out story, of trouble. Story of my uh, my youth. <laughs> all right, moving on. Leave it alone. All right, gentlemen. Next game. Puzzles to play around with. The puzzles are bigger and better and satisfying to solve through teamwork. If you need to swiftly make friends with someone like a future father-in-law or armed burglar, then you couldn't find a better icebreaker. I just don't think it has any replay value whatsoever. If you played it again with another fat friend, you'd just get sick of looking the ball and chain around and they'd resent you for not letting them figure shit out on their own. So make doubly sure that your armed burglar isn't an avid PC gamer. The continued life of the co-op will depend on additional downloadable levels, not, let me make this totally clear, the unlockable hats and costumes that they currently have, presumably with the attitude of it works for Team Fortress 2, but did it really work for Team Fortress? Alright, gentlemen. What review? Keep talking and nobody explodes. Nope! <laughs> Ball and chain? Okay, yeah, that's what I heard. It takes two. That is a great game, though. There's microtransactions. Yeah. Right. It is co-op, and it, quote, worked for TF2 with hats. What could it be? Which Little company? Big Planet? <laughs> oh. Hmm. Hmm. Was it a Left for Dead? Mm, yeah, that's warmer. They never came in us for five dollars at you know during that, <laughs> that era. Oh, uh, made by Valve. Come on, guys. How many co-op games are made? By- okay, a lot. Portal. Two. Really? Portal Two. Portal Two. He does not like the okay. co-op in Portal Two. <laughs> that's not true. He likes the co-op. He doesn't like anything else. Okay. Ah. Uh. Fortress 2? I don't think so, because one of TF2's strongest features was its visual design, and to the fashion-unconscious masses, Valve should just have said, no, you can't wear whatever hat you like. Hands up everyone in this room who hires professional character designers. Oh, just me. Right, so shut up and wear your fucking Akubra. Whatever you take. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I have a confession to make, guys. I never completed Portal 2. I completed Portal 1. I played a bunch of Portal 2, and I never actually completed it. Maybe it's because I wasn't doing the co-op. Uh, well, I'm assuming everyone else here has completed it. No, I didn't. Same reason. Maybe I should try the co-op. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I did the co-op. I don't remember. It's been too long. I mean, Zach, I, I have, like uh, the... definitely come around on co-op games for, for sure. I mean, you know, oh, Toad's definitely. Treasure Tracker was good fun <laughs> not that long ago. And that, track, yeah. uh, Captain Toad, they patched in the co-op. When the game launched, it wasn't even there. Like a year oh, later, yeah, no, like, they... hey guys, free update with co-op. Like, wait, what? They cut the controls uh, scheme in half. Like one person is up, down, the other person is left, right with a camera, and it's really kind of humbling to trust someone with like an axis of how you look at things. <laughs> All right, so one of you, the, the axis is good. The other is the axis of evil. Uh, <laughs> hold your hand out. I'm gonna put my eyes in it. <laughs> right, that's a lot of trust. <laughs> now, Zach, you loved this shit out of Portal One, right? You didn't. Uh, oh yeah. You didn't play Portal Two as co-op with anybody. I, again, I don't remember if I did or not. I want to say that I did, but I don't really remember too much about that part of it. Uh, I remember much more of the story of the single player, like, I'm going to say campaign, because, you know, 
whatever. Um, because it was hilarious and it was way better written. Uh, so, yeah. But, I mean, the co-op with the, the two little robot dudes, like, I guess the puzzles were fun, but that was sort of, like, yeah, it was okay. The best part about Portal, period, was the writing. And that just doesn't come out as much in the co-op as it did in the single players. Mm. Well, uh... All right, gentlemen, we are four in, so it is time to find out about our sponsor for this week. After these messages, we'll be right back. Gentlemen, our sponsor this week is Second Wind, because Yahtzee and all, I repeat, all of the video editing team, all, uh, a couple were fired, and the rest all quit, including Yahtzee, quit in protest, and they have already, like a week later, less than a week later, founded uh, Second Wind, I don't know if it's studios or whether, but go look up the YouTube channel, Second Wind, subscribe. They've already put like an hour stream out explaining what they're doing. And apparently they're just going to try to get content out immediately. Um, I, I guess they're just more or less going to take the formulas they had. They have to rebrand all the shows. They don't own the rights to anything. But the entire team has switched over to Second Wind. So I'm going to bet you money that they're going to open a Kickstarter and they're going to make more money than they were at the Escapist fucking hands down. So Second Wind is our sponsor. Go fucking subscribe. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Like, I had no reason to interact with the escapist except for Yahtzee, so, you know. Um, I know how ridiculous is it? Like, I, I don't even know what that brand is worth other than Zero Punctuation and Yahtzee. Like, it's so... I like some of their other video series. I've never, they have in like, the 20 humor? years they've been around, read an article <laughs> on site. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. No, no, that's their main content. Not anymore, baby. Do you think they'll they'll get an AI or someone who sounds like him and try try to continue it without anybody knowing? Your silence. Only I mean, it's, you know, I, I don't know. No, no, I like. Now you say that. I'm I'm looking at it briefly, and they're like, it's a creator-owned uh, studio for video game and content and stuff. Um, you guys are familiar with like um, Nebula, Curiosity Stream. Yep, I subscribe. Those things. Yeah, so, I mean, it's the YouTube alternatives for, like, long-form content. If the Second Wind folks are just, like, looking at that and saying, yeah, we could do that, but for a different, like, niche of content, I'm all for it. Like, I would much rather <laughs> pay the, the creators much more directly for high-quality shit than wade through all the bullshit on YouTube just to Plus find one. the occasional yep, gem. Yep, yep. Well, there you go, gentlemen. Second Wind. So, dear listener, go subscribe all right you guys ready for the next review yeah. let's go right tell me if you can figure out what game this is Some people they don't like the lion's share of the game is spent watching a horse's ass bob up and down through an empty wilderness like a big hairy apple on a string as the prairie isn't as densely populated as liberty city not with humans anyway and let me vent how frustrating it was when i stopped to hunt some pigs after riding for an hour from the last save point only to be blindsided and insta killed by a mountain lion who mistook me for a small antlerless moose in a duster all right gentlemen what game Red Dead Redemption 2, motherfucker. Oh, almost sort of correct. It's the Red Dead Redemption 1, one but yes. <sighs> yeah. Well, you know, it was, it was, the second one was just another dose. You know, you, you were going to re-up <laughs> for the night. The second one was better. Yes. By a wide margin. Um, But when Prairie's the hint, there wasn't a whole lot of that in the second one. Now, Red Dead 2 runs extremely well on the deck. Trey, did you play it before you played it on deck? Uh no, I I played it on on a, a PC uh for sure, but it does run well on deck as well. So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I thought you had your deck hooked in at that time. You were running on PC. 
You know, uh, I think at the time it they had some sale because apparently it was getting uptake on deck, and I bought it, and then I didn't play it on the PC anyway, just because <laughs> I had a mouse and keyboard. So I don't know. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I, don't uh. know. I played it on an Xbox. So. <laughs> oh my god. I know. <laughs> Brutal. I know. Well, part which of the which Xbox? Which which fucking number was it? The the three sixty, the one, the series, the oh, series the one 10? S. One S. One S. X. Jesus Christ. Y Z. I don't remember. Come on, but guys. Yes. Just, at some point, use quids. Right? Or just be Nintendo and have totally different fucking words. I don't know. It's supposed to numbers that the are new, not new, sequential. New, new, new Xbox. Super <laughs> Xbox. All right. Moving on. All right. Which video game is this? came out my balls were still umming and erring over their commitment to the dropping agenda i had few other games and i've played it through so many times i can recite it from memory unforeseen consequences office complex we've got hostiles blast pit power up on a rail apprehension that's enough of that so was the game actually good or is this a case of being truncheoned with a disembodied horse cock for so long and so hard that now it's the only way we can wake up in the morning to answer this horribly phrased question i powered through the game on hard mode over the weekend and right off the bat we see a few crow's feet emerge when the first five minutes are spent on a train unskippably going "Ooh, look at all the crazy shit we've done with the quake engine is that Gentlemen, if you don't get this, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed at you. That's that's Half Life Two. Wait, wait. Oh, is it the the remake or the remaster for Half Life One? It's just Half Life One. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, actually, I didn't uh, remember that his reviews went that far back. Uh, I think this was one of his retro reviews. So this was 11 years ago, though. Fucking okay, forever okay. day. So like Half Life yeah. One was 98. Yeah. Yeah. No, there wasn't YouTube then. <laughs> Hell, there wasn't. Was when did when was Google founded? Ninety eight. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh. So. Uh. I never played through all of Half Life One, but dear God in heaven, as Trey knows, did I play a metric fuckload of Half Life mods. That was really like that was my that was my introduction to PC gaming because I started on PC gaming in DOS. But like that was uh, formative. For me, all those mods, learning about that shit, servers, hosting them, IP addresses. I learned a lot of shit from Half-Life and their mods. No, those were good days. Lots of lots of fun content coming out from every direction. Uh, Did you it, guys... Sorry, go ahead and finish I was just saying, the barrier entry was, like, super low. Right, you could just, like, crack together this, like, pseudo-game, and you have a free engine to put it on. That's what Half-Life was. So, you know, you got pirates, vikings, and knights, because, like, some <laughs> crazy fools took away too much mescaline and made a thing over this <laughs> long weekend. So, you know, God bless those, those games in those days. <laughs> What'd your game have? You... Pirates, and vikings, and knights. Okay. <laughs> the level designs were <laughs> quite interesting. <laughs> Yeah, what was the what was the one with the um the old west theme? Um, Fistful of frags. Yeah. Fistful of frags. Oh, yes, I, God, that's I still that around. Game. That's still such a good game. Hiding behind a corner as you individually load one bullet at a time in your dumbass old revolver. Oh God, it hurts. Uh, oh, so good. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, have you guys seen the uh, the skibbity toilet memes? What the fuck? Okay, good. So I need you after this because it's a rabbit hole. Um, go, uh, I'll send you even the way that it's spelled. But look up Skibbity Toilet on YouTube <laughs> because it is deep, deep lore at this point, and it's just—it's basically just like Gen Z and Gen Alpha rediscovering Gary's mod oh. and taking a joke way too far. In 
the tradition of their ancestors. So <laughs> it's one of my favorite things about the internet right now. That's uh, is that a low bar or high bar? I, I it's a very anymore. low bar. <laughs> it's an extreme. The bar is in hell. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> all right gentlemen next trailer see if you can tell me which game this is spaghetti the setup is you wake up on a mysterious planet next to a crashed spaceship and after repairing it with raw materials gathered from the surrounding wilderness you can begin an epic journey to nowhere in particular for no given reason you gather the fuel to hyperdrive the star system after star system following a line that eventually leads to some kind of geometric ancient space wonder someone nicked out of a bungee game that gives you a prize bag and another line to follow the main question for me was what the hell i was supposed to be progressing towards the ancient space wonders were all shrugging their monolithic shoulders at me. Maybe I'm supposed to be gradually crafting and upgrading my way to the best possible ship and equipment I could have. But the problem with that is there doesn't seem to be any use for your ship and equipment except to find stuff to upgrade your ship and equipment with. Besides that- Alright gentlemen, what game? That is the name of the game that is escaping me. God, God you're bad at this tonight. Holy I'm shit. I'm really bad at nouns. Trey, do you remember the name of this one? All I can think of is Space Engineers, which is not right, but I- It's, it's the one from Hello Games. So close. No Man's Sky. Correct! Oh, damn it. Zach, if you didn't get that, I was going to be so, so unbelievably disappointed in you. <laughs> it's so good now. <laughs> yeah, that should really fire. just be their tagline at this point. Yeah, huge success story about turning it around, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, what's nuts is they did like these massive expansions over many years, and none of them were paid DLC. That's the wild part, is they've made fucking bank repeatedly on the same game is it still only the base game is there no expansions no microtransactions no nothing oh no there's there's expansions like you still have to add the content but they're all free well that's what i'm saying though like they there's yeah. no recurring revenue there's no micro or mtx no no wow I, I thought that's there was it. something they just get new players they just suck everybody everybody's played no man's sky not everybody's played no man's sky because they keep making money off of it that's kind of the point <laughs> but everybody will eventually have played no man's sky no, that's amazing that's incredible they pulled this off <laughs> right how big how big is that studio because it was it was it's it was like up 20 dudes well that's how they can afford it then you have a slow enough exactly yeah exactly i like how they leaned in though they're like okay corporate speak let's just let's just do this you know we, we made most of a game and people know of our name, and maybe we could make it be awesome, actually, instead of sucking. And they did. <laughs> There's a really, Mini promise for you really, really great uh, internet historian video on No Man's Sky. Uh, and it's years old now, but it captures kind of the main thrust of the arc of that whole saga. Um, basically boils down to the dude in charge of Hello Games, who I can't remember the name of, uh, was sort of put in the limelight, but he's this introverted engineer dude. So people were asking him questions like, can you do X, Y, or Z? And he was told, don't nuance, nu nobody will get nuance. So just, you know, give a direct answer to everything that you're asked. And his direct answer to basically everything was yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can meet people in space. Yeah. You can, you can have fights. Yeah. That'll be, yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that was my <laughs> so it, it gave everybody. He, he did become a pariah and that sucked. Yeah, I feel it bad. did. And he, the way that he handled that backlash, though, because he definitely way overpromised and clearly way underdelivered with that first release, but the way that he handled it was basically he took all of the feedback channels that were coming into the studio and, like, blocked, it got everybody else to block all of it, read it all himself, 
absorbed it all and like basically put it into a big old spreadsheet of these are the things that people care the most about these are the things that people are angry about these are the things that people are you know kind of weirded out about but aren't that big of a deal ultimately and just built himself a priority queue of issues to tackle and did he use then Jira they or went Trello? and did it i have no idea what they used <laughs> uh so yeah no uh it, they just the prescience to when your whole crew, when your studio is under attack like that, to say, I'm going to be the shield. I'm going to be the thing that keeps this from being on everybody's mind all the time. I'm going to deal with it. Nobody else around me is going to deal with that. Uh, but I'm going to tell you guys what our priorities are, and we're going to focus on that. Like, that's... That's no, good. awesome. In like good that's that's one of the best examples of leadership that I've ever read or heard about. Um, so I mean, yeah, it wasn't a great situation that they had definitely put themselves in, but the way that they coped <laughs> that, that was fucking epic. I mean, it always, it always says a lot about uh, you know a person, uh, a group, an entity, with how they react, how they respond, how they deal yeah. with something that's like. And you know, existential threat, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad they pulled out the other side. I'm glad they're making money. I, I don't know, man. I, if 20 guys are making a game like that and people are happy, then boy, I hope that makes them enough money to retire and ride into the sunset when they're finally done. Ride into the supernova? What do you do in space? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, here's <laughs> the, 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 the wiki for Hello Games uh, or HelloGames.org. In 2020, they had 26 employees. Employees. Nice. All right, gentlemen. Super nice. Tell me if you can figure out this game. It's popular among computer nerds as a six-button wireless mouse with tits, but I hesitate to call it a game, strictly speaking. All right, there are skeletons in it that you have to wave a sword at until they stop moving, which would normally characterize a game, but that's not what you're there for, in the same way you don't go to the beach to get sand kicked in your face, and you don't go to Glasgow to get your eyes gouged out with broken bottles. No, respectively, you go there to build sandcastles and purchase heroin. Minecraft is a... Damn it, I cut it off. Oh, fuck! Fuck! Fucking trombone. Is it Starbound? Yes, it's Starbound. That's what it was. I knew it. Yep, so good. Uh, fucking Minecraft. Um, I still have a bunch of friends that love to fire up a private Minecraft server and all play together. And they re reset it every couple of months, but uh, they still do that practically like clockwork to this day. Have you guys, do you guys have any groups of friends that, that fire up Minecraft? I mean, uh, go ahead. I know, I, I'm sure that I know people who play Minecraft occasionally, but it's more like something that you do when the world stops making sense. So all through 20, uh, sorry, since 2016? I, I played a bit of Minecraft in these last few years, <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, have you guys played any of the Minecraft clones, like uh, Dragon Quest Builders, or I don't know what the other ones are? I mean, there's been most everything in that whole genre is now a Minecraft clone. It's pretty hard to avoid that at this point. Uh, yeah. What about any of the Minecraft that... spinoffs, dungeons or Minecraft story mm. mode or whatever? I mean, the, one of the oddest things, at least for me, is a uh, uh, you know um, having kids my kids' age come up to me and be like, "I have a Minecraft shirt on," and they've got Minecraft on their iPad, and I'm like, "Oh." This is uh, this was a game that I bought for twenty dollars in uh, two thousand nine. Uh, it 
some Java thing that he cooked up in his garage. Uh, what are you What are you doing with this? Why do you know about this? Like, <laughs> the first time I saw Minecraft was at a QuakeCon. Actually, I saw it from like across one of the rows we were in. I had no idea what it was, but that voxel look was like so provocative because there was nothing like it. And so remember I went over to the guy and I was like, "Hey man, what what game are you playing?" He's like, "Oh, this thing called Minecraft." I mean, I didn't play it. I didn't really give it a thought. So I was like, oh, that looks really cool. And then, of course, it blows the fuck up. So, yeah. Yeah. And then got completely rewritten. Yeah. Did, it's, did they rewrite it from Java to, to .NET? What did they... It got rewritten when Microsoft bought it. They did. Um, the original Java game was still being supported alongside the .NET version. So you had both. Um, they called the new... The Microsoft... The .NET version was... Uh, what was it, Bedrock Edition? Um, and then there was, I think, Classic or Vanilla was what they called the original one. Um, bon, let's go get some vanilla with our Java. Fuck this .NET stuff, right, Bon? Yeah. Well, I mean, Sorry, a big reason for that, uh, the big, a big reason why the Java Edition stuck around uh, so long, and I think it's still sticking around, is just because the sheer amount of third and... Honestly, it'd be fair to call it second-party content at this <laughs> point. Uh, that's that's available for it. Uh, that just doesn't translate, right? Um, Did, can you, they're just, they not ported all the content over? I'm I'm shocked to hear that they're both still running. Actually, well, it's mods. It's mods. It's okay. all mods. Uh, playing unmodded vanilla Minecraft in either edition is just it's okay. But that's <laughs> all. That's what almost nobody does everybody's playing with some kind of weird mod and except nintendo you know, switch players because they ain't installing yeah, that shit on switch yeah basically yeah. the same thing as uh you know skyrim <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well that and like they had the better part of a decade of people with user accounts in some arcane uh system so when you signed in to the java edition for whatever reason that didn't translate to the bedrock edition uh, I don't know why, but at some point they did a migration, like an account migration, and then you could use the same account for both somehow. I don't know. It's it's a very weird ecosystem. I mean, I'm sure that, like the original you know account database was just whatever Brosif had uh, cooked up with, with some you know Postgres SQL. SQL. Yeah, Postgres or something exactly. <laughs> he had he had a uh, file system storage. Uh, but it was all on mem drives, so <laughs> I think it was zip you disks. Know. You know, like yes. <laughs> Where's all the user accounts? They're in the bathroom. <laughs> Tape backups. All right, gentlemen. A brief digression before we uh, do the final, the final clips. Hey, dear listener. This is another entry in the unfortunately recurring segment, the QQ Cast Trambles. So three, two, one, let's jam. All right, gentlemen, the escapist killed zero punctuation in all the video content because it wasn't profitable enough. So my question to you is, what did you love that was killed because it wasn't profitable enough? Uh, my answer is Heroes of the Fucking Storm. I loved Heroes of the Fucking Storm, and there ain't no more Heroes of the Fucking Storm. But what was the last thing you guys thoroughly enjoyed? Someone said, well, it makes money, but it doesn't make enough money. And that's that shit got thrown to the ground. Basically every snack that I enjoyed in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so hostess and little Debbie. All right, got it. Yeah, well, they're still around, but the formulas are weird now. Um, hmm. No, that's a valid answer. Trey, what's your answer? 
Man, goddamn airplanes. Like, back in the 30s, <laughs> my grandparents could buy a, a, an airplane for like $500. And nowadays, it's just like, now we're only going to make big-ass jets for big-ass customers. Uh, n none of this whole, like, bullshit you could just go and take around your backyard. Sorry, you asked. All right, I did. That was my mistake. <laughs> I am so sorry I did that. All right, gentlemen, name this game. Have pissed themselves, and lest we forget, there are two new races to play as goblins, hauntingly reminiscent of the Ferengi from Star Trek, right down to the huge ears, but then what doesn't have huge ears in this fucking game? Our technocratic profiteers who get to start off driving rocket cars around a steampunk funland while the warg and a big hairy Alright, gentlemen, what game? Mmm. I oh feel like I, I feel like I should know, but I it's nothing's yeah. coming to mind. This is hard. This one's really tough. Cockneys who get to run around one of World of Warcraft's ninety three forests. Honestly. Oh. <laughs> World of Warcraft, uh, specifically, which expansion? The Alliance. So I set off as a well, goblin mage because I was amazed to bring goblins to it. Solo. Which one that, introduced goblins? Trey? That's Kata. God damn right. Yeah, man. World of Warcraft Cataclysm, which was just announced as uh, Cataclysm Classic is coming out. Whoa. They announced that at BlizzCon last week. I weekend. feel so old again. I know, right? <laughs> They're remaking Kata. <laughs> what the fuck? This was actually my I... favorite expansion, which I know is unpopular to say, but like the the remade world was a lot of fun to me. Um, I liked it a lot too. Yeah, yeah, it was it was tough. I fun. stopped playing after the first expansion, I, and I don't remember the name of that one. And that is why you are the <laughs> smartest of us, Burning Crusade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, did I click the wrong link? Hold on a second here, boys. Six. All right, gentlemen, see if you can name this game. Well, the level themes for starters, you guessed it, it's the classic ditty. Grasslands, Desert, Ocean, Jungle, Ice World, Fire World, Boss. It's even got all the usual wild cards thrown in as well. City World, Spooky World, and Food World. Although Food World manifests as vegetable and healthy snack world rather than the usual candy world, maybe Nintendo were feeling the pressure from child obesity groups. Alright, gentlemen, what's the game? Uh, Mario Odyssey? Nailed it! Oh shit, I was nice. just really guessing. It what, was a what, Mario what, what game, for sure. What keyed you in? Uh, it was, uh, 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 Snack World. Definitely Snack World. <laughs> snack <No>. World. Yeah. <laughs> the part where you said Nintendo. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. that too. Oh, fuck. Okay, we got a few more. Let's burn through these, because then we got some really fucking cool shit to talk about in the news, actually. So, oh, wait, come on. Gotta click the right goddamn link. <laughs> Worst host ever. All right, gentlemen, see if you can name this game. The release of a classic PS2 action-adventure game by the now-defunct Clover Studio themed around Japanese Shinto. And as with many polytheistic religions, the smallest amount of research into Shinto will make you wonder why Christianity has stuck around so long when all the other religions were clearly having much more fun. For example... Uh... Daikatana, no. Um... <laughs> Wait the samurai. <laughs> uh... Mm. All right, here's more hints. I got nothing. No, I got, I got this. Uh, you got this. Okay, okay. It's. I'm trying to remember the name. Fucking nouns, man. Nouns are you so really have hard. A hard time with those nouns. Yeah. Well, this uh, is the HD version of the game, so it's blank HD. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Do 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 do. Describe God damn it. it for us. Who's the protagonist? The, Who's the protagonist? The protagonist. I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those that I never played. I only heard about it. Um. God damn it. Actually, maybe it's not the one that, that I'm thinking of. It. The sun goddess fell out with Tsukiyomi, the moon god, after Tsukiyomi got grossed out by the goddess of food literally pulling a feast out of her ass. That's. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
All right, we're going to keep going. Not just interesting, that's pretty fucking relatable. More so than that loaves and fishes bullshit. In Okami, we play as Amaterasu, the sun goddess, in the Okami. aspect of the white wolf. I got a... Oh, there it is. <laughs> I missed that one. No, I just missed it. Did not, did not play that game. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No. I remember beautiful seeing the art, and yeah. it looked really, really pretty, but I never did play it. What's funny is the sequel to Okami, people actually don't even remember that it existed. Okami Den, which you pay as like a puppy version of Onomatsu, is actually on the DS. So this game got like the, the, the little mini sequel, which was Adorbs, and then it got the HD re-release, and that's pretty much it for the, the series as far as I know. Kind of a shame. I don't know that it's the pinnacle of uh, cell shading, but goddamn, is it pretty good. I mean, I always like to see good shell- cell shading going on. Mmm. Shade my shells. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do I have one more? I thought I had one more. We do. Okay, we have one last game. All right, hmm. gentlemen. Uh, quadruple or nothings. So I don't know what the fuck the points are. Here we go. Name this game. You know why this game is on three discs? Not because it's a complex roller coaster of an epic, it's because it's padded like a menstruating fire hose. I've spent the entirety of the last five hours running down three different linear corridors. If this were modern warfare, I'd have curb checked every terrorist in the free world by now. The central plot element has only just been introduced. I only vaguely know what the story's about because I made myself read all that ancillary text log bullshit. This is not good storytelling. You're supposed to weave exposition into the narrative, not hand the audience a fucking glossary as they walk into the theater. Some people. Any thoughts? Mm. Oh, that could be a lot of things. It sounds like some kind of Metal Gear thing, but I, I you know, that's a, that's a well stab. Nope. Ah. Oh, could be like I'm trying to remember how many discs the original Days X was on. <laughs> the yep, multi-disc it, is a pretty good hint, and Hallways is another hint. Thinking of games in terms of discs, this one's a, this one's two, this one's four, this one's five <laughs> discs. Back in the nineties, yeah. and that's how you measured fucking value. Right, I'm getting my forty-nine and a nine out of this. <laughs> it it could be one of the penultimate fantasies. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Which number? Which number? <laughs> God, I don't know. I hardly ever played them. Seven. Actually, knowing you, it's six. Yeah, no. Nope. People have told me it's that not six either. gets good about 20 hours. Oh. You know that's not really a point in its favor, right? Put your hand on a stove for 20 hours, and yeah, you'll probably a... stop feeling the pain, but you'll have done serious damage to yourself. The st- it's a classic <laughs> thing to say about uh, Final Fantasy games. It gets good after X many hours, 10 hours, 20 hours, 40 hours, your entire fucking life. You know, but it does. Really a point in its favor. And everyone who stuck it out, they enjoyed it, and you're all left wondering why I've all day I done 10 more. Oh. All right, gentlemen, pour one out for zero punctuation. Uh, ben Yahtzee Croshaw will be back, and apparently not that that long from now. So uh, we will hear him again, but ZP is no more. All right, gentlemen, ready to get to the news? Let's news it up. Aye, aye, Captain. Chop, chop, news boy. Good news, everyone. Great news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. You are? Gentlemen, there's so much fucking news to talk about, actually. So uh, I'm going to start out with today's news. There was an announcement. I put it in our chat. Gentlemen, what the fuck got announced today? Ooh, the new, new deck. Deck, 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 Yeah. So, you guys ready to get decked down for a second time? Woo, baby. <laughs> um, it's so, okay. So this is just the Switch OLED. And they're saying it's not really a hardware upgrade. And that's mostly true. But, you know, nerd that I am, we're looking into a few things. So one, there is a substantially larger battery, which is a big deal. 
The OLED screen has substantially less, not substantially, but has less power draw, which increases the battery life. The chipset is slightly more efficient, so it's actually going to have like a 9 or 10% uh, power increase and run cooler with less fans. Again, less power draw. So this is a much more, like the way that the Switch OLED was really just the Switch screen, this is actually a slightly more optimized deck without changing the base, the base specs. But here, I want to read you a quote from one of my friends about this fucking OLED screen. So, okay, from my friend Dan. Quote, This display panel they're putting into this thing is probably the finest ever placed in a handheld device not made by Apple. OLED, 90Hz, HDR1000. For context, those specs are so high that the VESA group doesn't even have a certification standard for them. Their true black standard for OLED displays tops out at 600 nit brightness. Suffice to say, it sounds f- like a fucking badass little screen. Mm-hmm. Now, HDR1000 is the impressive bit. Because he's right. There is no spec for that, really. Um, so whatever they're doing with that display panel is absolutely fucking wild. Love to see it. And OLED in general is just, it's the future. It is. It's good tech. Like, it's really good. Um so yeah, no, it's uh, it's very very cool. What worries me is that the whole thing being more efficient, having longer battery life, will likely run cooler and, and be more addictive, its, and run its fans less, which makes me wonder if it's going to have a detrimental effect on the new deck smell, <laughs> because that shit is heroin. <laughs> Dear listener, Zach is vaping on screen right now. Asking so the real questions. Fucking volumes. Asking the real questions. No, you guys uh, remember that though? The new deck smell that was intoxicating. Oh yeah, I mean this God. thing moves a lot of air, so like all of it's it's outgassing constantly in your face. Yeah, no, it's gonna be single-handedly responsible for bringing back global warming because it's so good. It has to be illegal. It's got to be made of CFCs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but it's shortening my life, and I don't care. What's so? What's a crime here is that my, I I play my deck docked like ninety five percent of the time. I play it docked, or I play it on airplanes. And so, oh, you like, missed out. I'm, well, the airplane part, yeah, yeah, the airplane part's the shit. Hot but I, I feel here. like I'm 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 missing out because I'm not really enticed to buy this the same way I didn't buy the Switch OLED. But like, I think it's fucking awesome. I'm just not gonna buy it. So I mean yeah. I think I think this is probably where their like uh, optimistic goal was for releasing the Steam Deck as originally you know uh, they're gonna do uh, they didn't quite get there and they already had the the current you know non OLED models and so that's why this is so quick in following how often do you see a company come this close behind something good that maybe cannibalize it a little bit I think this was this really was what they were trying to be uh, originally yeah yeah and the fact that the price point really isn't much different at all. Uh, from their original offering, it definitely right. is a point in that column. Like this is the fast follow that means that this is what they wanted to do in the first place. <laughs> so some people uh, are I'm for iteration. Though, yes, they were officially saying that there was not going to be a deck two anytime soon. It's not deck two. It's, it's, it's you know we're just gonna, well, not, not it's a major, not deck two. just a minor. It's, yeah, it's one dot one. Yeah, it, I, I agree with that. But some people are pissed. I I don't agree with being pissed, pissed? off, but. That's interesting. What's the, what's the uh, reason to be upset? Well, uh, if I just bought a Steam Deck last month, I would have waited had I known this was coming out. Well, it's like, dude, wh- I, what do they want you to do? Like, release their roadmap and tell you maybe it'll be out in six weeks? Like, 
some people look at it as a bait and switch. They were just saying there wasn't going to be a new one. Like, well... They've only had one so yeah. far. They can have a second whenever they want. There's not correlation yet, motherfuckers. We've had first deck, but what about second deck? Oh my god. It's a double decker. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I fucking love the deck. Actually, uh, total tangent, I have been playing more and more with Linux, and um, I actually really want to experiment with just the, using the deck as a full desktop, and I want to experiment with, like, there's a, a new tech that wraps wine called Bottles. I just really want to experiment with this shit and, and have some fun with it. So, uh, yeah, I, I just, again, I've said this on the podcast before, I would love to see Hollow ISO, or the Steam OS, become like a true viable everyday driver operating system i would be so goddamn happy if we had that what is it with the like mac os ecosystem and their like alcohol consumption because it's wine and bottles and <laughs> casks and cellars and home brews when, when you're ready you uh, tap that shit and open it up you gotta <laughs> tap those casks man <laughs> literally <laughs> no i mean i like that it's a theme i guess well i i've been fucking around I've, i have a macbook pro uh, an m1 for work and i i have parallels on that for legitimate work reasons but i've also put you know linux vms on it with parallels but the problem is it's still the, it's still the custom arm architecture it's still it's only so backwards compatible with other things so uh having the deck be a good old-fashioned intel uh it seems like a, a nice simpler playground it's less proprietary i'm more and more, I'm mixed on on Macs moving into the ARM architecture. I I see all the all the advantages for them. Their hardware is truly the best there is, but I feel like they're just fragmenting the system even goddamn more. So I don't know. Yeah, this is we had Mac to we had to destroy the village to save it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem with ARM per se. I have a problem with the people that see ARM and the uh, the system on a chip as this revolutionary new thing when we've been doing it in phones for fucking decades. Um, like, it's it's not. It's just a bigger phone. And that's not a bad thing, by any means. You know, it's got a lot of advantages, I mean, even. I was excited when uh, our phones were going to be ARM after I thought ARM was long dead, and this was the aughts, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when you so, need power efficiency. Yeah. All right, well, gentlemen, yeah. I have another Steam headline here. Uh, and, Zach, I know this is going to be very impactful for you. Steam will soon let you hide your, the porn games that you play. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I love the subtitle of this article, or you can just hide the fact you've got Overwatch 2 in your library. Yeah. So apparently yeah. right now, like, obviously, if you, you either have two settings. Either everyone can see what you're playing, or no one can see what you're playing. So apparently, they're going to finally give you the more granular control over hiding specific titles in your library, or hiding that you're playing them. So, uh, yes, yeah. all those lovely... Lovely porn games, which are, Jesus Christ, they're just taking over the goddamn Steam ecosystem. Um, I actually joke around with my girlfriend. So, I, yeah, again, I love the deck. Whenever I go to the store, I always do the Discovery queue. I don't know if you guys do. They put so many fucking porn games in my Discovery queue, And I'm like, what the fuck? I bought Sea of Stars. It's a JRPG, but why? You're are you sure it's not a you problem, Tom. Right? <laughs> I, just, I look at my girlfriend and I'm like, why? Why does it do this to me? Also, do you like this <laughs> goblin porn? Because if the two of us want to play a co-op game, I'm just saying. No, it's so fucking weird. I don't know why the fuck they advertise this shit to me. Know, yeah. Like thing, but I'm serious. Yeah. No, you know, if it was you're all silent but... about this. Your silence only incriminates you further. No, it was. 
it's a weird thing, right? Uh, yeah. I, I'm guessing just like there's a uh, there's a market for everything. <laughs> the algorithm has figured out. Again, you play JRPGs. I know what you're into. I I have Steam. I have VR games, and I have JRPGs. They they think mm. there's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Well, it was either let you hide your activity or properly implement quick account switching. Um, and they chose the easier option. <laughs> yeah, the easy path. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on. Uh, Zach, do you want to talk about your article or can I skip over I mean, this fucking thing? The headline is really all you need. And I wish Ruli was here because I'm sure that he would have something to say. Um, not that Trey's not welcome. Oh, I have something to say. (laughs) South Korean man killed by industrial robot that identified him as a box. Okay, Ruli's would have been better. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, of course, of course, this was inevitable. This is inevitable. Um, yeah, no, he was. It was late at night in a highly automated factory. He was running checks on the robot that crushed him. Uh, I and... guess the checks did not pass. Yeah, I guess not. Jesus. Guys, it was an edge case. Yep. Oh fuck Christ! But the best part: this is the second serious accident involving an industrial robot in South Korea in recent months. So yeah, I mean these. It's not like it's a commentary on AI exactly, although I'm sure some of that may be involved. Industrial robotics has probably evolved a little bit in the last couple of decades, but like for the most part, uh, a lot of these highly repeatable industrial tasks are very heavily scripted. They're not thinking machines. Right. So the identified him as a box part is the telling piece. I mean, obviously it's using some <laughs> kind of computer vision to make sure that it's, you know, operating on the right thing. But the scope of the AI involved in these systems is so directed that it's not like it's a machine uprising. At the same time, it's a real, real clear case of, hey, maybe we need, you know, better, better, stronger guidelines on how and when these systems get implemented, how they're tested, how they're and- Fucking fail safes, fucking manual and, overrides, and, and the jail ethics for rogue that go AI. into like, we, should, we should go move on to that too. Let's be real. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. No, I, I don't like yeah, making it, light of a of a you know man's death. Uh, I don't know. It's this sucks. We can't stop doing robotics. Yeah, how, how the fuck do we make this safe? What kind of regulation do we need to make mm-hmm. it safer? All. Can we have like highly reflective clothing on that the the robots know immediately if they see these colors do not fuck with? I mean, come on, guys, we can solve this. We're software engineers. We can do it. Let's uh, let's make the world safer and more efficient at the same time. Let's go. I believe in us. Well, that makes Yay. one. Of us. <laughs> Yay. Okay, Ruli posted a headline in here, and so we're gonna discuss it because he's not here. Uh, from official Nintendo company Ltd. On November eighth, twenty twenty three, they announced quote. Development of a live-action film of The Legend of Zelda to start. You know, I oh, gotta God. tell you guys, I, I don't think this is a good idea. No. I, I feel, don't get me wrong, high fantasy done well is always fun, and live-action can be really cool, but I don't feel like Zelda translates as well as people think into, like, a series. The Zelda narrative is not that great. Link as a protagonist is not that interesting. 
there is not an ancillary cast of cool characters we're all going to get to know. I mean, even the champions are pretty fucking bland. I actually don't like this idea. All right, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not. Uh, did you ever watch the um, the Halo series, miniseries? I did not, TV but I did thing. like that uh, the Angry Joe show reviewed it as starring <laughs> Master Cheeks because he was naked so often. He was. Um, yeah, no, it was... It was weird, and it was kind of an, un- an uncanny valley weird because it was like, yeah, this is Halo. I recognize this as Halo, but it's so off that it's not attractive at all. Um, I don't know. It, it's there's this uh, live action trend, I guess, craze. Even uh, you see it with like the Disney remakes and uh, shit, like all of the anime live actions and some of them are good most of them are awful (laughs) this this doesn't seem like a great target i don't know i mean like we just talked about the podcast recently like the one piece live action was critically acclaimed i don't know i i'm also weird out like just there's now another live uh another live action last airbender i think it just dropped a trailer or something um avatar last Airbender. sorry i don't know like just remaking things into live action I, I kind of feel is, is unnecessary, even if it is being done well. But in this case, they're taking a video game, and whether it went to live action or anime, I just don't know that's the right thing to translate. But I also do feel like there's more limitations with live action in this case than some crazy animated thing. I'll tell you what, if you were going to make this series, and you really were serious about it, you should have just got the fucking Castlevania people to do it for you. Oh, God, the Castlevania anime is fantastic. Have yeah, you guys watched no, the new one, Nocturne? So good. Stephanie yes. did, and I'm over here edging. Fuck! I need to. <laughs> Do you have a drink? <laughs> I, so, I need to sorry. watch Nocturne. <laughs> <sighs> no, it's good. It's uh, again the, the is the the right well also it's the right IP. So uh, you can't do you can't do Zelda. Uh, why the protagonist is uh, he's not in the title and he's unspeak he has no speaking parts. Uh, a silent protagonist uh, and uh, barely one at all. It's just a you know uh, audience stand-in. There's nothing to start with. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now, live action is a weird format to it. Like, I would watch a Legend of Zelda anime. Uh, I don't believe that it would be very good, but I'd still, like, give it a shot. If it was real abstract and fucked up, yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. If they did it, like, the. Uh... Majora's Mask. <laughs> well, yeah. If they did Majora's Mask in the style of the Castlevania show. Or at least Awakening, where it's like, fuck. is it dreams within dreams within dreams, bitch? Don't wake up, you'll die. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, gentlemen, uh, you ready to wrap up with a trailer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming soon to a cinema near you. In a land that... No, in a land... In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Thank you. I also thought that was funny when I... <laughs> oh, God. All right, gentlemen, we have a choice. We are spoiled for choice. We have Godzilla minus one, Marvel Studios Echo, or Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. I know which one I want you to pick, but Trey, you're the special guest. You get to pick. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Fucking goddammit, I wanted to watch Godzilla, you asshole. Then do Godzilla. No. Too bad. Too bad. No, you We're going to watch Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, I'm all about Ghostbusters. I'm with Trey. All right. Outvoted. All right. Get wrecked. <laughs> Let me kill Get my good. sound and share my screen. 
All right. Can you see my screen? Can you hear me now? I still can. Yes. Yes, All right. I can see your screen. Zach, tell dear listener exactly what we are watching. This is Ghostbusters colon Frozen Empire dash official teaser trailer. Paren HD close paren. Woo! Did you guys even see the, the last Ghostbusters movie with uh, Afterlife? Uh, no, I don't no. remember that title. Trey, did you and your young child watch the new Buster of Ghosts movie? We did not. Yeah, I didn't either, so I don't really give a fuck about this movie. Uh, we could have been watching Kaiju. All right, count them down in three, two, one, play. I don't have to do that anymore, but I do it anyway. I'm telling you, it's going to be another hot one out there. In fact, there are heat alerts in effect for New Jersey, feeling like 100 degrees. Does anyone actually open up a fire hydrant anymore to spray people? I've no. never seen that in my lifetime. No. Yeah, I really don't know if that's that. a thing. <laughs> you got a case in the Mondays? No, man. No. <laughs> Get your ass kicked. You open a fire hydrant like that, man. What is that? Oh no, a CGI monster everyone's running away from. What an original idea that I've never seen before. No, guys. It's 2012 Reckoning. <laughs> oh look, a, a cloud with lightning overneath a city. Hadn't seen that before either. Ice spikes. Now you got the 2012 thing. Is the New York Firehouse, was that still open in the new movie? For the first time in New York history, people froze to death. Hey, it's that I'd... kid from Stranger Things. Seeing the other ones? The death chill. Hey, it's that guy from Silicon Valley. <laughs> hey, it's that guy from Zombieland. They, I mean, they have a pretty cool nerdy cast. The original Ghostbusters, uh, the Stranger Things people, Pat and fucking Oswald. Um, God, I can't remember the other guy's name. Literally scared to death? So cool. I don't know, man. The, the first Ghostbusters was fucking hilarious. I just... Everything else in that franchise, eh, not so much. I mean, that's how franchises go, I guess. I mean, supposedly, the I didn't actually watch the cartoon when I was a kid, but supposedly the cartoon was pretty good. So, you know, it wasn't the worst, but, you know, it was, it was also one of those things where everything they were like, after these messages, we'll be right back. And you're like, I mean, I don't really care if you are or not. That's fine, I guess. All right. Well, gentlemen, I was not nearly satisfied with that. I want to watch Giant Fucking Kaiju, so I'm Do fucking it. No, I'm no. subjecting you to a second trailer. Let's go. Trey, tell dear listener what we're watching. Godzilla minus one official trailer two. No punctuation of any kind. I'm slightly... Hey, you know what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It had... Zero, Zero punctuation. punctuation. Oh. Amazing. All right. Let's do this. Three, two, one, play. Okay, I can tap it. What was the last Godzilla movie you guys even saw? I feel like I'm up to speed, but like... The the, the one where they fucked up Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that very specific, that one. I saw the one with the the girl from Stranger Things, whatever her name was, and I don't even remember why I saw it, and honestly, I don't even remember it. That's how unmemorable that movie was for me. This seems very back to its roots, very, uh... Hey, Japan is facing a gigantic fucking monster, and I'm kind of down for it. 
mean, look at the size of that Godzilla. Want. It's bad. Good old-fashioned existential crisis. Will a monster kill us all? Hey, you know what Godzilla design sucked? 1990s one. Oh, yeah. Seriously, I just want to see the Navy fight Godzilla in HD. It sounds awesome as fuck. Oh, absolutely. Look at this. Oh, battleship yes. shooting the fucking kaiju. I love it. Love it. Oh, God. Radioactive breath. Oh, want. Godzilla. Minus one. Godzilla. Minus one. Oh, in theaters nationwide December 1st. That's what I'm talking about. That's a Christmas gift. Uh, who am I kidding? I'm not going to go see it. <laughs> what does minus one mean? I don't know. I'm very confused by that. It's like when you, uh, you know, you, you give up on a system. You just give like, up. I feel like, done. yeah, I, I feel like I know what now. this movie is about, but I know nothing about what's going on in this one. But I think that's because it's mean, just a Godzilla movie. It's nothing yeah. else. It is only okay. a Godzilla movie. Perfect. Mothma's going to show up. <laughs> so it's not really a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Uh, was there was there or is there going to be a Kong versus Godzilla movie? I know they had a whole. Oh, like, there will monster. be. There has been. There will be. Snorri Boros, really. Yeah. <laughs> Look, as long as Peter Jackson's <laughs> not directing it. Oh God. Why? All right, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that any views expended, views or opinions expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them, not of the friends, family, co-hosts, or co-workers, and certainly not employers, past, present, or future. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality, Trey. Thank you for joining us, and I believe you picked an outro song. Why did you pick this outro song? Because you asked me to. <laughs> but thematically, why was do this Do what associated? you're told. Fuck you, I do what you tell me. Uh, right, no, what he said. All right, dear listener, we are going out on We Will Become Silhouettes by the Shins. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, I did it. It got done. Zach, we'll see if we're back next week. Trey, thank you so much for guesting, man. Always appreciate it. Thanks for having us, having me. All right. Pour one out for zero punctuation, but we'll see Yahtzee again soon, dear listener. QQ. I just got bored. Everybody out.